Okay, so I guess I'd like to say that the reason we're wearing curlers is because we're nuts, number one. <laughs> but number two, this episode is all about hair raising experiences. <laughs> Many of them. Okay, hair raising. I feel like I could have come up with something for this. <laughs> all right, well, what have you been thinking about it? I've been trying to have no hair stories. Oh. You'll well, have... maybe I do. Hold on. We're back. Okay. Hair-raising stories. Hair-raising stories. Wait, okay, so I understand that that means to you, hair-specific. Yes. What's it mean to you? It could be more general. Could hair be. Hair-raising stories? Yes, more... I definitely have some hair-raising stories. <laughs> Well, we'll I, see if I we have time her. for any of yours. I have a lot of hair. Yeah, she's, you're taking the lead on this one. Yeah, I have a lot of hair-raising stories. So first of all, the way I look right now is the way, according to my family, I looked for pretty much a solid 10 years, day and night. <laughs> and it drove my parents and my siblings crazy. Um, Why? Because I didn't look good. <laughs> issue in our relationship too. <laughs> why? But it's like, no, it was because the way my hair looked drove them crazy. No. Can I start again? No. <laughs> it's because I was obsessed with the way my hair would look. And yet there was the other side in order to make my hair look good for a teeny portion of the day. I had to look ridiculous most of the time I felt. Yeah, but isn't that just true of, like, beauty in general? Because I just feel like you're, like, you are you do ridiculous things to look good. I do or generally? Well, generally or you well, do? We, you don't have to yell at me. <laughs> I've, I've given up doing ridiculous things to look good. Now I do ridiculous things to look bad. <laughs> I don't... I'm like, I think at the end of this episode, we need to take out the curlers together to see what our hair looks like. Yeah, we have this. no idea because, how this is going to come yeah, out. Yeah, I've never done this before. No. And no. I'm kind of into this look. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know this probably sounds like a self-absorbed episode, but what else is new? Oh, this is a podcast about you. So. Yeah. But hang in there, and I think you'll hear a, f a few funny stories today as you hopefully have heard in our first seven episodes. Is this episode seven? This is episode eight. This is episode eight. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start with a diary entry <laughs> from August 9th, 1972. No. Okay. Brother. I'm having a hard time today. Brother? <laughs> a brother. Oh, brother. August 9th, 19... What? Okay. are you trying to say? All right. August 9th, 1992. I literally, I cannot tell if you wrote a seven or a nine. I know, so I can't To either. be fair, she can't read her own hair. But I know it's 92. Okay. I've never had short hair in my life, but I decided I was tired of ugly tresses. Just cut it about a month ago. It's full on top and short elsewhere. Basically the same style as mom's. It's also blonde. I like it a lot, and the reaction has been favorable. In fact, when I went to the school board meeting a couple of weeks ago during the public comments time, the chairman 
mouthed she liked my hair. <laughs> there were six or seven teachers there, plus two or three members of the public. And then someone said, my public comment is, I like Lynn's hair. <laughs> this was followed by similar remarks from other people in the audience. I'm not sure what the new superintendent thought. <laughs> he didn't comment on your hair? No, he didn't comment on my hair. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> That's insane. It was like really funny and really strange. And the fact that you wrote about it. And the fact You're that like, I wrote every, about it. Everybody loves my hair. And then I also noted in my diary that one time one of my male um, teaching partners put this bonus question on a quiz. What's the funniest thing you've ever seen at Trenton Elementary? More than one of my students responded, Miss B's hair. <laughs> I love that so much. So that's in the 90s. Okay, I have so many recollections of you walking to school with curlers in your hair, and you argued this on maybe a earlier podcast episode. I never walked to school with I curlers in my hair. I never did you. that. I swear it's to you not that you wore them walk because our car was dead. Well, I did walk to school, but no. Are you sure? I have a limit. <laughs> I don't I have think a that's limit. true. I do not think that's true. I have a limit on how much I'd humiliate myself. Why would I care when I'm like 40 years old what my hair looked like? Although I guess I just... I mean, I think mm -hmm. it's okay to care. Yeah. It's okay oh. to care. No. It's oh. Not. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I meant... There's no way. I did, when I worked at Naples Supermarket in the 70s, at least once, probably more times, went to work. I think I had a kerchief over these curlers set up pretty much like this. Ooh, classic. Like a kerchief I feel like thing. it's very like 40s. Yeah. Uh, 40s in like a convertible. Because I decided that I didn't care what I looked like in the daytime while I was waiting on dozens and dozens of customers, but my hair better look right for my nighttime date. Oh, and and um, yeah. So I ridiculously wore curlers in my hair to work one time, and that but that was, was a, that in Naples. Yes, that you said yes. At the supermarket. Yeah, where we did the TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where Rick's Cafe is now. If anyone wants to um, go to this historic landmark, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say. Warner reminds me of the time that we went to the John Davidson concert in 1978 and how ridiculous. My, I kept my hair and curlers all the way driving up <laughs> in the car and we'd been outside all day and my nose was sunburned. Mm -hmm. My red nose. And I waited until I got right to the event and took out my curlers. Which sponge curlers, you can, we can get these out of here in 32 seconds, basically. 32 <laughs> seconds is so specific. <laughs> And I pulled out, and my hair was like curled lopsided. Like one side took and one side didn't. And I think we have a, we're going to do a John Davidson episode at one point, and we'll, we have a movie of that. Yeah. Which better live up to my, what I just described. Cause you have a movie of your curlers? No, but no, we have no. a movie of what my hair looked like afterwards. Okay. So, um, then I have a letter I wrote my sister. In 1985, so I was, what, 31? Younger than you? Wow. Yeah, 32. 32, yeah. So a year younger than me. 
Dear Luna, I had my hair cut. I took Claude. Claude was my hairdresser. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, lots of Claudes. Yep. There sure were. A lot of Claude. I took Claude a picture of Victoria Principal. Who's that? Victoria Principal. Look at you looking at me immediately knowing that I would ask who's that. She was a very well-known actress at the time. She played uh, one of the Ewings in the show Dallas. Okay. So I took Claude a picture of Victoria Principal. In the picture, she has long bangs and no sideburns. I look like Victoria Principal now, except that I have short, short bangs and sideburns. I understand about the bangs, but sideburns? Worse, one sideburn is bleached blonde, the other isn't. <laughs> Love your attractive sister. You mailed her this? Yes, yes, I mailed her this. 1985, at the age of 32. Um, okay. Sideburns? Cut like. Like, cut like on the side. Is, like, I mean, I kind of got them going right, right now. And one was, one got some bleach on it and one didn't. Oof, that's rough. That's yeah. rough for you. Sideburn. Did cut. you have like micro bangs? They weren't quite micro, but they were, yeah, if they were I mean, mini, if mini up, micro. They weren't quite micro, but they were mini micro? Yeah, mini micro. So they weren't quite micro. They were a little smaller than micro. So they were like here, probably. Well, because micro bangs are like here. I didn't know. I mean, yeah. So they were like right. <laughs> you know, actually, this is reminding me that I knew this would happen. I'd remember something as you brought hair stuff up. But the mean girls in middle school all decided they no longer wanted bangs. Right. And I guess one night they cut. They cut their hair up to here. Maybe they weren't the mean girls. I feel like I shouldn't. It was say the that. stupid ones. <laughs> they, no, they were like, "Oh, I don't want bangs," so they cut them off, and then they put. They had to wear these big, thick headbands <laughs> over <laughs> right here because they weren't thinking straight. Because they were just like their little baby hairs were just sticking up everywhere. Because they were like, "No more bangs!" Whoop. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, love Although, that. then there was the time your brother, uh, I was taking a shower and you were really little. Oh, I was like two or three. Yes? No, you were. I thought Ryan was five. Or I was five. Actually, we should wait. We should wait and tell that story when Ryan's on. Well, he can he can um, tell his side. No, that's true. So in my version of the story, you were um, like one. Did I have hair? I guess I was <laughs> You're questioning. Yes, you were born with a ton of hair. I was born, and I was—I had you in the, the keep an eye on the, of you, and I was in the bathroom taking a shower, mm -hmm. and maybe Ryan was in there too. And I said, "Just watch your sister for a little bit while I'm in the shower." And also, I, mind you, watch your sister. <laughs> if I'm one, he's five. Five. Yeah. Yeah, but I was right there. No, no, I know. I'm just—I'm just calling. It's not like I went to the supermarket. <laughs> I was right there. When I get out of the shower, I look down. I'm drying my hair or something. I look down, and there are these um, wisps of hair in the wastebasket. And I'm like, Ryan, did you cut, Hillary, did you cut Hillary's hair? <laughs> He's probably like, I was playing Baba. <laughs> oh, man. He remembers doing that. Too. Right. No, we'll definitely have to can, get his side of that. more about it. 
at another time, I think. So one of my most memorable hair-raising experiences, I was teaching school, and I'm in the middle of class, and there's a knock on my door. And, you know, generally, the rule is don't interrupt a teacher teaching a class unless it's really important. Although I would say that rule was broken many, many times through my career. But it was a knock on the door, and the school secretary pokes her head in. And this is a quote from her. I hadn't had my hair done, like, for a couple of months, by the way. This is a quote. Your hairdresser is on the phone. She says it's an emergency. <laughs> what? Now, my hairdresser and I were friendly, but we weren't friends. Yeah. We were friendly. And I'm like, okay. I mean, you really at those times get called out to take a phone call. So I go out and my hairdresser says to me that she had just, I think, gotten fired at her work like a week before that, and I loved this hairdresser. She was wonderful. She did great things with my hair. She had just gotten fired, and they sent her her final check minus, I think, $100. And she said, did you, did I ruin one of your outfits, and they paid you money to replace it? And I said, uh, yes, but... I felt really bad, and I said I didn't want them to give me anything if you were going to know about it. So what had happened was she had, was bleaching my hair, and I had like I had, did not have expensive clothes, but this particular outfit at the time cost $85, and I have a picture of it somewhere. I mean, I'd just like to interject here. Should you have been wearing your $85 outfit to get your hair bleached? True. <laughs> I'm not blaming her at all. It was just one of those things yeah, where, totally. yeah, where yeah. I'm like... Oh, and so I had talked to the owner, and I, I, I should never have done it. I should just, just not bothered. But, you know, money was tight and, and so forth. And so I, talked, I had talked to the owner, and she said, no worries. I'll give you, I don't know if it was 100 It was probably less than that. I'll reimburse you. And I said, and, and uh, she doesn't have to know the hairdresser because I don't, I don't want her to lose the money. I feel bad. And she said, no, it's no problem. We won't tell her. And so... Fast forward, that happened in December, and this call was in April. Oh, wow. <laughs> on the phone at school. <laughs> and so they they got, but I don't know how it all played out. I wrote to the, to the owners and said, I thought you weren't going to tell her that about this, and I feel really bad, and I don't think that was right for you to do. And I went back to my class. Then at the same hairdresser's, um, I went in, and so my this hairdresser had been fired, so I had to use a different hairdresser that day. And you went back to the same place? Yes. I give people chances. Yeah, but weird. Okay. So here's a letter, part of a letter. Um, I said, while I was disappointed that my hairdresser would not be doing my hair, I was satisfied with the way the new hairdresser cut it. However... When she was trimming around my right ear, she inadvertently trimmed off a piece of my right ear. <laughs> so that was a slight, that was a slight issue. Yikes. 
as blood dripped from it, she rushed to get me a towel and a Band-Aid. And she helped me deal with the wound by wiping off the blood and putting the Band-Aid on for me. She apologized. I paid my bill and left. I even gave her a tip. Uh, that's where I get it from. An hour later, when I arrived home, I removed the Band-Aid and my ear was still bleeding where a tiny chunk of skin was missing. Oh, gross. That is sickening. At that point, I called my doctor who recommended that I come in for a tetanus shop. I am not doing well. Shop around for your tetanus. The next day, which I did. Um, at that point, I called you and spoke briefly and you reassured me. I can't read the bottom of that because it's faded out. And apologize. And apologize. Yeah. So that was basically the, the essence of that, too. So, yeah, she's got it. And she just chopped, like, right up here. Wow. And I Is had it still scarred? No, I don't know. I can't. You want to look? Yeah, it's not that ear, though. Isn't it your right ear? No, I don't know. Did I say right ear? I think so. <laughs> I have to check my details. You just showed me your left ear. I don't know. So, um... I hadn't had a tetanus shot in 10 years, so I had to go get that. Take a little time off from work, I believe. Go get that. So those were two of my hair-raising Well, adventures. first of all, uh, I just have something to say. Half of this could have been prevented because you could have, A, not worn that outfit. Well, all of it could have been prevented had you just worn a ratty shirt to get your hair bleached. But, B... I'm listening. I forgot what I was going to say. A but B. You're talking a about but me. B. A but B. But I forgot what B was because I have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> this was the outfit. And I think this picture happened to be taken. <laughs> I am that happened to be taken the day I was getting it bleached. I don't know mom, why. Mom. 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 <laughs> I'm posting this on Instagram. <laughs> What that are is you the doing out. with your mouth? <laughs> What's wrong with my? Why are you doing? Are you? You're not even smiling. You're like, look at my bleach. You look <gasps> like a, a cartoon. Why am I? Why did I? First of all, why did I have a picture taken? Second of all, why are you yelling <laughs> so much during this episode? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? You need a drink. I didn't know my mouth looked funny. Sorry, it is funny, though. You're kind of sticking out your tongue. You're a phantom holding something. There's nothing in your hand. You look like you're wearing one of those trendy collars these days. Maybe you better show the audience the picture again so they can enjoy it. Like, what? You're holding nothing. But my hands are pedicured. Your tongue is sticking out. What is going on with the hair? What is happening here? I, I there's your know. there's your collar. And there's my outfit, and that was like Calvin Klein and Signia or something. I had on a it was a designer outfit on top of that. Oh my god, you you look like you're like an Amish woman. Why? Because you look like you're wearing one of those blue dresses with the collars. Oh oh. Don't ask me why. I'm asking you why. Why did you? No, that's not a collar. I know it's not. I'm saying it looks like it. It's a towel. I know it's a towel to protect you from bleach. It didn't it do its protect. <laughs> oh, okay. So, to add to the idiocy, <laughs> I. Of, 
Of what? Of this whole okay. damn thing. Whoops. I once wrote an article. Darn. Darn. This, sorry. Hillary gets so upset with me if I accidentally swear. <laughs> you know really, what? She's earlier, always correcting me. Earlier I was wondering. I could read what she was reading, and I was wondering if you'd say the word <laughs> shitty, because I did see it on the paper. But Hillary! <laughs> There was no such word on that paper. She wrote sh- no. You act like a politician. <laughs> no such word. I don't even know what it means. <sighs> okay, so I actually legitimately wrote and submitted this article to both Mademoiselle magazine. What is that? I've never heard of that. Mademoiselle? Yeah. Ooh, glamour. Glamour. It's what you call a woman in France. But it was a man. <laughs> So I don't want to show the names of the people who wrote this, but, um, well, we can post this on Instagram because you right. should just read it. Okay. Well, these are just form rejection letters, but this was the title. Rejection this was letters. the title of the article. Hopeless hair, happy wife. <laughs> that, I mean, might be, that might be the title of this episode. I think that's a good title. Yeah, it's yeah, a good title for something, but it wasn't a good title for this article. Um, I'm not, I, this is the, I'll read the first paragraph and then I'll explain the other things that are in it. Are you going to type this up or post it on the internet? I probably could. Okay. In my next life, my hair won't be too curly, too straight, too short, too long, too flat, too greasy, too dry, too brown, or too blonde. In my next life, when my hair happens to look reasonably good, a sudden downpour won't drench it. <laughs> In my next life, my hair will never be violated by curling irons, hot rollers. <laughs> Am I talking to? What's the matter? You are screaming. Sorry. In my next life. <laughs> In your next life, you'll be normal. <laughs> no, I don't think so. In my next life, my hair will never be violated by curling irons, hot rollers, setting lotions, bobby pins, mousse, <laughs> elastics, pin clips, barrettes, <laughs> combs. <laughs> my hair will never be violated by combs in my next life. You're gonna be bald. Heads, <laughs> head, you're gonna be bald. Headbands, poor hairspray. In my next life, my hair will be perfect. I'm gonna find out because my next life is gonna be coming along. <laughs> I have to believe this, or I couldn't go on. Actual, actual line from my article I submitted to Glamour Magazine and Mademoiselle Magazine. Oh. My God, I don't know why that didn't get in. <laughs> with a lead like that. Writers know you gotta have a spectacular lead. Oh my moose! <laughs> so then I will not be reading much of this, but I'm going to talk about what I talked about there. So I wore my hair in braids until I was 12, and this is what I say in my article: is then I had my first hair trauma. My life changed the day my mother braided my blonde locks for the last time and then chopped them off at the neck. 
without telling you? I knew that it was getting cut. (laughs) (laughs) This was in the 60s. Apparently she thought I'd be a perfect Twiggy lookalike. And so I put it in a, like it was a lost friend, I put it in a plastic baggie. (laughs) The braid. And I say, what's a lost friend? Is that a reference I should know? No, it's just like an an analogy, a metaphor. Like I mourned my braid like a lost friend. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. But you said put it in a bag like a lost friend. Oh, yeah. That, can you? <laughs> it was kind of confusing. Sorry. <laughs> I don't put my lost friends in bags. And every so often I'd lock my bedroom door and secretly attach it to my head. As a sh- I don't know how to pronounce it. What? <laughs> secretly attach what to your head? The door. Oh, your brain. <laughs> Stay with me here. Like a, I don't, how do you pronounce that word? Like, like a pug on your head. I have no. Shinyon. C-H-I-G-N-O-N. Then, I made the mistake of rebraiding the shinyon. I don't Just a reference for those of you who are still listening. I had not reread this, which I wrote many years ago. I didn't remember that this was in here or that I did it. Clumps of it fell out. When I reassembled the scattered strands, it no longer bore any resemblance to the carefree braid which used to swing from my head. Instead, it resembled a dead rat. I like I mean, you. You lost your insulin in the room. <laughs> Are you going to pass away? Is this the end of you? This is. What would you do? You just look at yourself in the mirror? <laughs> Did you swing your hair around like this? Because you were like. Mm. <coughs> wow. Okay. I said I wasn't going to read this, but it's too precious. That rodent was a sign of things to come because overnight my blonde hair turned mousy. (laughs) On the sly, I streaked it with peroxide. So again, I was going, locking the door and taking actual peroxide, you know, that you buy for infection. Yeah. and, And streaking my hair. You can do that with yeah. peroxide? Well, yes. If my hairdresser is listening to this, I won't do that. I promise. <laughs> I won't try it. So I ended up with orange frizz. And then I convinced my mother a lighter look was more mature. So I used a blonding kit. Wow. The first time the chemicals burned my scalp so badly that I didn't think my hair would, have, would survive the attack. Um... <laughs> uh, my mouth dropped when I saw what I'd done. Brassy replaced Mousy. 
my God. And my mother thought I could salvage my appearance by growing out my bangs. I tried barrettes. I tried bobby pins. I tried headbands. Finally, I tried not to cry because I looked ridiculous. I headed for the scissors, but my mother stopped me. She bought me a package of pink sponge curlers and a jar of dippity-doo. Do you know what dippity do is? No, but I want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so dippity do, and I think they still make it, is setting gel. Yeah. And it either came in green or pink. I think pink was extra, extra hold. But it was like this goopy stuff, and you stick your finger in it, and you put it on the bottom of your hair, and you roll it up. And it, and once your hair is oh, dry, interesting. it kept it, kept it okay. in, in a curl thing. Um, so I rubbed it into my banks, banks, <laughs> and wrapped them tightly around the curler. The next morning, like the girl in the nursery rhyme, I had a curl in the middle of my forehead. Your what? I had a curl in the middle of my forehead. You never heard that nursery rhyme? My forehead? <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Forehead. You're, you're saying forehead and we can rewind the tapes. Okay. I, I wore that one curler. I've never heard that. In the middle of my forehead. Every night to bed for ages. <laughs> you probably have proof. Maybe not right in front of me, but. She's always got the receipts. Yep. Here's an example. Oh, my God. Do you want me to hold it up? You to can the... hold it up. Okay. So if you're listening, I'm going to describe it. But these will be going on our Instagram and or TikTok. But. She, you look, I can't, I'm just not even going to describe it, I'm just going to, you're just going to have to go look. Are you fake sleeping? No. That is that how you're sleeping? Yes, what am I doing with my hand? I don't know, but it's reminding me of what I've been doing this whole time. <gasps> What's going on in this room? You need to clean it up. Looks like that that room we're, we're we're broadcasting live from our camp. No, not live. We're broadcasting from our camp. <laughs> she would never we're broadcasting allow. all live she, for our, from our camp. Vaguely, yeah. Um, yeah. This is this is at our camp. We might we might contest. recreate that picture after we do the pod. We're definitely recreating this picture. Okay. So one night, as I describe him, a gorgeous guy called me for a last minute date. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why Mademoiselle and Glamour didn't publish this. Gorgeous. Frantically, I set my hair. You were on. You've had too much coffee this morning. <laughs> and I put my mother's portable hair dryer on high so it would curl fast. So back then, you may not even know this, but there were. It was really a cool thing when portable hair dryers came out. You know, like the big ones when you go to the beautician and they sit under the hood. Oh. But this is a portable one. You plug cool. it in, you put it on. When I go to the beautician. When you go to the yeah. beautician, yeah. With a hood with the hood on my head, I fell asleep. When I woke up, the hood, the hose had burned my neck. Oh. And my hair looked like I'd stuck my finger in a socket. <laughs> I wrapped an elastic around the mess, wore it in a ponytail, which exposed my red neck. And prayed for rain and dim lights. Uh, did you write about how your date went? I'm curious. 
Uh, I probably in my diary. I don't know, I don't, I don't know which gorgeous guy that was. <laughs> there was too many to count. <laughs> Wait. You know that none of these men thought about the curl in your hair at all. Really? So you're telling me all that time and emotional energy I invested on in this was worthless? No, they cared. They cared. Okay. I think they yeah. cared when I showed up with curls in my they hair. They cared. They cared. Sometimes I'd set my hair two or three times a day. That is so much work. If I were going somewhere, I'd wear curls in my car. And just before arriving, I yanked them out with one hand, checking my image at every red light. Oh. I didn't realize I'd hit bottom until the day I wore curlers to work. Do us a favor, my mother insisted. Get a permanent. Then you won't have to make us all sick by wearing those ugly pink things all the time. <laughs> now that was an exact quote. So I decided I'd take my mother's advice, and when the hairdresser was squirting the foul-smelling solution on my head, she, like, leaned forward to inspect my scalp, and she goes, you don't color your hair, do you? Yeah. Oh, my God, get to the sink fast. If I don't rinse this out, your hair will be ruined. Why? Because back then, it was different chemicals, and they were, I, I'm, I'm making this up, but I'm assuming. And Beauty really, really is pain. Beauty is pain. Whoever said that was right. I called my perfectly coiffed mother. How'd it come out? Come out, thanks to your bright idea. It almost fell out. <laughs> um, Her okay. curls are not going to stay in with this rain happening right now. I know. Um, so then I decided, instead of wearing a hairnet at night for some reason... I used to wear a hairnet over the curlers. Do you know what a hairnet yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what lunch ladies wear. Right. Yeah. It's as close as I got to ever being a lunch lady. Because <laughs> I can't cook. You but. Oh. Right? I can't cook? No, you can't cook. But then I was like, do all lunch ladies need to cook? In my head. I was oh, just curious. No, let's not ostracize the, the lunch ladies. <laughs> they probably wear curlers too. Yeah. Um, so I put a shower cap on my head one night. A plastic shower cap. When I woke up, my scalp dripped with sweat and itched like mad. Worse, the dippity-doo was now dippity-goo. <laughs> um, that's about the time. So. Then, finally, I gave a permanent another try. This time, the hairdresser used the right solution for color-treated hair. He also introduced me to electric rollers. They oh. changed my life. While I still relied on dippity-doo, my curler addiction was less debilitating. However, they didn't solve all my problems. One night, an hour before a blind date, I discovered to my horror, <laughs> actual words in my manuscript, I'd lost the curler cord. Ooh. I begged my sister to race to the store and buy me a new set. She thought I'd finally lost my mind. <laughs> You don't understand, I screamed. I can't meet a guy for the first time with my hair looking like this. Lynn, calm down. I'd go, but by the time I got back, you'd be here. My mother intervened. Won't the electric knife cord fit? It did. What? I can't even believe it did. So basically, once I got a little more mature, 
say about 65. I got over it. But back, back when I was in my late 30s, early 40s, I confiscated the note a seventh grader had written one day when I hadn't set my hair. And the note said, Responsi looks like the wicked witch of the West. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and then I got married to your dad. I had a fancy French twist with tendrils framing my face. And I looked good. But I forgot to bring my curlers. No, the luggage didn't come and my curlers didn't didn't arrive on my honeymoon because they were in my luggage. Well it was too it was too late for him to back out then. Yeah. On the honeymoon, so. so I was not upset. And so then your dad left to check on our lost luggage and when he returned he didn't have my suitcase. But he was carrying a small paper bag. True story. Will these help? he asked. When I opened it I realized that he'd salvaged our honeymoon and probably saved our marriage because he surprised me with two presents, pink sponge curlers and dippity-doo. Oh, that's really cute. That Wasn't that sweet? Yeah, that is very sweet. Wow. Sorry about all this rain, by the way. We are sitting on the porch. Yeah, so sorry. We're really going to hear some ambiance. So here's another letter that I wrote that I absolutely couldn't believe. I don't even know. This was to a TV show. Ooh, I wrote this to a TV show. Something called Good Day. Okay. July 16th, 1979. The flashback. Flashback. This was to Good Day in Needham, Massachusetts. Dear Sirs, as my 26th birthday approaches, I feel it is time to eliminate my sweet 16 look, which consists of shapeless, shoulder-length, mousy brown hair, a minimum of makeup, and a size 12 wardrobe, which desperately needs to be updated. I need a new, more sophisticated appearance. For the last 10 years, I have faithfully set my hair every night. My reward, a cascade of curls, which dissolves into a hopelessly limp, lifeless hair by noontime. Due to the fact that my hair looks hard without curls, it is frequently necessary for me to set my hair two, sometimes three times a day. Furthermore, my social life suffers in the summer because the sun, sand, and water rapidly ruin my hair. <laughs> Obviously, I'm addicted to my appearance. Please let me come a new, let me become a new me. Obviously, I'm addicted to my appearance. It's a great quote. Also, you you know what you are actually addicted to? Begging TV shows to give you a makeover. <laughs> I guess this is the third account I've heard of. Of you writing. <laughs> well, that was Oprah. Oprah? Whatever this show was. But then, well, your students wrote you in. Oh, yeah, my students did give me a makeover. We're going to have them on at some point. Yeah, we do need to have them on. I mean, they're not, they're Hillary's age now. Yeah, they're all my friends. But they wrote you into what not to wear. Oh, yeah. Somebody submitted me to what not to wear. Yeah. Yeah. So, one of these days we'll get you on a TV show. <laughs> An extreme mom makeover. Yeah. <laughs> Can we call it a not so extreme mom makeover? <laughs> a subtle mom makeover. Yeah. So, in my hair folder... I found this lovely thing, and Hillary will now present it to you. Do I know what this is? 
Nope. <laughs> Is this by me? Yes. <laughs> Is it a book? Yeah, it's a present for me. Okay, I made this for <laughs> Bad hairy days for women. We will help. <laughs> Talking about your hair, the fact that I made you a book. How old was I? Third year. Oh, I don't know. Twenty-five. <laughs> Tips for your hair. The first one's brilliant. One, wash your hair with shampoo. <laughs> Two, <laughs> wash your hair with conditioner. <laughs> Three, but detangle. Detangle. Detangler. It's funny because I actually spelled that one correctly. I just can't say it in your hair. Four, brush your hair. You usually skip that step. I do step, step that skip. <laughs> Five, dry your hair. Six, your final product. I don't know what that means. That's very ominous. I want to put those before the next page. <laughs> For this? Yep. How to curl and crimp your hair by Hillary Campbell. First thing to curling your hair is to heat up your curlers for about five to ten minutes, then put up the curlers in your hair. Then take them out and then brush your hair. To crimp your hair, you have to heat up the crimper. The crimper? Then hold the crimper on your hair. And there's your final product. <laughs> Wow, good job, me. Suave hairspray. Extra strength. <laughs> I'm just writing ads in here. <laughs> I think that's what it is, right? Ads for a magazine? Yeah, I think okay. it's like a little booklet. Yeah. How to Prevent Hair Loss by Hillary State. <laughs> Some people say if you go on a... <laughs> Is a musician. <laughs> and he's from Maine. <laughs> he is Maine. Wow, shout out to Paul Sullivan. Oh my god, that is amazing. I had no recollection that was in there. Also I love the bad hair day drawing. This I wrote this like a magazine. 
extremely helpful. I hope it helped you out while well, your hair worries. Wow, that was amazing. Thank you for sharing. That. So this this wasn't this wasn't the um, the sideburn that was bleached without the other one, but it's very similar. Okay. I went one Friday afternoon to get my hair cut. Now this is to my regular hairdresser, but I don't know what he was thinking. Hillary, I shake. You can't hold that up there. I think I take you. What? This is like, this could be a haircut in 2023. No joke. Yeah. Mullet. Like that's, that's a trendy. Isn't it a mullet? It is a mullet. I mean, who is that woman? <laughs> but luckily, look at this diet 7-Up you're drinking. What do you say? It's just a giant glass bottle of diet 7-Up. Oh. So okay. luckily, is this the same spot. Yeah, it's the same spot. Like a week later. What? That's a week apart. Are you kidding me? Nope. Whoa, you look so much like Annie in this picture. So then I had it permed, and maybe frosted. Okay, we need a side by side though. This is an insane difference. This is like it looks like twins that decided to go two different. You look like two times. different people. That's crazy. <laughs> You weren't wrong. You really did need to curl your hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to. I'm starting to get it. Oh, thank God! Finally, somebody understands me. <laughs> I, I can't remember if we talked about how one of my siblings said to me, "You can always tell your mood by the way your hair looks." <laughs> you have mood hair. And and another sibling, another time, a sibling said to me. I don't know what picture she was referring to, or he. I don't know which one it was. Um, they wanted me to have a new picture taken. Maybe a... I don't know. Because they were tired of explaining that I don't really look like that in real life. <laughs> now, my siblings probably don't remember those. But honestly, I've got it written down. Probably have it in my diary. And then, then there was a story. So... I was meeting some of your father's family for the first time, mm -hmm. and there was a gathering of, like, multi-generations of people from families on both sides, whatever, and I didn't curl my hair. So we got to the, we got, and I didn't, I guess I didn't think that much about it. Maybe I did. Maybe I was whining about it. And so we got to the event, well, there were probably, maybe not a dozen people there, but whatever. And all of a sudden at dinner, your father looks at somebody, probably the whole group, and announces, Lynn's hair doesn't usually look like this. I kill him. That's grounds for a divorce. Yeah. And we weren't even married. And we were divorced. You're going to give point. him the div. At one point. <laughs> yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah. Oh, while well, we're taking out our curlers. Oh, yeah, we got to take out our curlers first so we can show people what they look like. Well, that then we can't end on that one word then. That did absolutely nothing. Well, I don't know. I think I'm looking better. You are, but <laughs> it didn't really do much for me. We don't have to worry because people didn't stay to the end. Yeah, that's true. My okay. Well, your hair's already. The thing that happened with you is your hair got curlier as you got older. Oh no, this is a, there's a real situation. On my end What's here. happening? Are you all yeah. out? You got yours all out? I'm pretending I do. I have a couple in the back, but remember, I think I referred to the 16 seconds it took me or whatever. Yeah, maybe I'll just do my front. Ow. This is mullet style. This is like the saddest 
advertisement for these groceries. Ow, these ones hurt. <laughs> really Sponge crawlers, baby. I'm really struggling. All right. Wait, I got one more. All right, do we judge? Good night. We love you. We love you. I love you. I love you. High five.